This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. CES 2022 kicks off tomorrow with Press Day, and while the Omicron variant is throwing a big, big hurdle in its way, conference is still going on despite some big-name dropouts. So what do we expect? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With CES always being such a TV-heavy show, there's no better person to join us for the first episode of the year than CNET's resident TV guru, David Katzmeyer. Welcome, David. Hey, Roger. Good to see you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Uh, so before we get into the TV side of things, it's, it's worth noting that this CES will be a little different. Uh, last year, it went all remote, and this year, they initially wanted to go with a full, large physical presence, but that's obviously changed in the last few weeks with the surge of Omicron uh, and a bunch of companies pulling out and a bunch of media outlets, including us, uh, going full remote. Uh, I'm just curious like how that – what you think of that uh, and, and how that changes you know, how you cover a show like CES. So it's – I mean I, I feel like – this that pandemics like this are kind of an existential threat to a show like CES. I mean, it really is predicated on bringing a whole bunch of people from all over the world into a single space. And they're like, you know, there's 100,000 people in attendance at these shows generally plus. So this year, obviously, I don't know what the attendance is going to be, whether they'll tell us uh, it's a heck of a lot less. Last year's show was canceled entirely. And, you know, everybody that was going on the team that I talked to, seen it, we were initially going to send a small presence, as you said, was worried about the whole thing, not just, you know, going there, potentially catching it, but also having to quarantine in your hotel room during the show, all the all the issues that that uh, kind of, you know, thing. So, you know, we pulled out. I'm sure a lot of other companies made that calculation. T-Mobile canceled their keynote, Microsoft, Intel, uh, Google going to digital only presentations. So all of that is, um, you know, that's 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 the reality. And unfortunately, I feel like it's kind of going to affect CES's going forward. Yeah, well, we'll see how this works and, and whether or not. I mean, look, they, they went full remote last year. You know, you could argue whether or not the show was successful, and for the most part, a lot of the a lot of the big presentations will be going mostly all digital, and with the media not there, they'll be covering it remotely. Do you think that going forward with future shows, uh, particularly with CES, that remote's going to be an option that's here to stay? Yeah, I, I picture this being like hybrid. You know, uh, like like schools offer some of them. I mean, my my church, for example, like we we're going to continue having hybrid services via Zoom and in person going forward. And it's just an option that a lot of people really like personally. I've been going to CES for what now, 20 ish years, um, you know, in person covering your remote is I can get a lot more done in a lot of ways. A lot of the magic, a lot of the a lot of the, the the standing in front of a gigantic TV, for example, or seeing a robot do its thing in person, capturing all that video is the real missing thing. 
So, you know, that's going to be really difficult to replicate. And so what you end up with is canned presentations from, you know, every vendor that sends out their B-roll and it becomes more and more like advertising, which we've actually seen with a lot of live events like the Apple event, for example, which just feels like one long, even more than normal, one long Apple ad. <laughs> so I feel like that's, that, that's what happens with these, uh, the, these events. You lose that live sort of editorializing that, um, you know, people like you and me can kind of provide on the spot. Right, right. The, the, we do miss the element of being in person and getting hands-on with some of these products. Uh, speaking of which, obviously TVs, as mentioned before, are a huge, huge part of every CES. What are you hoping to see at this year's show? So I'm hoping to see, uh, you know, the TVs have, have gotten actually kind of a lot better um, in terms of image quality. Um, they've gotten a lot better in terms of, of streaming and, and features that are useful. Um, but TVs themselves as a category, you know, they're not going to have these huge leaps and in innovations. Um, one of the things that, you know, I, I am still hoping to see, we haven't seen it yet, is a new technology uh, called QD OLED um, that's been rumored. Samsung Display uh, has put together a factory that they've been working on for a while. That rumor might come out that those products might come out in 2022. Haven't seen that yet. As an image quality guy, I'm excited for you know, a potentially better OLED TV or at least some competition there to drive prices down. Um, so that's that's on my list. Um, Samsung itself did make a bunch of announcements with their Neo QLED TVs. Some wacky stuff was in there. There's an NFT hub where if you're the kind of person that... Yes, wait, tell, <laughs> back, back up for a second because I, I, I saw this NFT hub and obviously NFT is one of the biggest buzzwords of 2021, even though most people probably still don't know what they are. How does this work? Is it, I mean, it's not like a, do you just, does it allow you to buy NFTs on your TV? So apparently, yeah, there is an NFT marketplace that Samsung is setting up. Don't, not sure, you know, what it takes to get on there. If you're an NFT artist, creator, whatever it is, um, you can I, I apparently, you know, throw your art up there for people to buy. Also, like, I think people that have these things, maybe you want to be able to display them on a big screen. Um, so, you know, that's probably, you're pr probably can do that anyway on, on, it, on TV with little effort. But this, I guess you can keep them in a locker or something like that. I, I do think it's Samsung kind of capitalizing on the buzzwordness that you mentioned. Um, but, you know, it's it's another thing that they're building into their smart TVs. So if you're into NFTs, you know, maybe that'll that'll sway you in one way or another. Yeah, I'm, I would be on NFTs. I wouldn't be shocked if I heard the word metaverse about 50,000 times over the next <laughs> two or three days. Uh, CES is, is, is ripe with <coughs> companies using buzzwords to, to draw the attention. Um, speaking of Samsung, you also mentioned before that they've got an interesting remote control, like an eco-friendly remote control. How, how does this work? Yeah, so last year they launched what I thought was pretty cool, a remote control with a uh, solar panel on the back. And that shipped with, you know, pretty much all of their TVs. And the idea was you turn it upside down and, and, and it can recharge, you know. And there's, you know, it's rechargeable via USB, of course, if you need to. But now the 2022 version, uh, it apparently harvests the RF waves that are existing in your environment, for example, your Wi-Fi. Um, and I don't know how that works. I don't know how much charge you get. I don't know whether that reduces your bandwidth, for example, when you have your remote in there, like sucking up your RF waves. But hey, uh, that's what they say they can do. And, you know, they're pretty good at technology. So uh, that's that sounds cool to me. That does sound cool, and I'm. It's one of those things where, like, I really do wish I was at the show to actually check this out. But well, I'm sure we'll see it later this year. Uh, the show, for from a TV perspective, known for uh, sort of big flashy announcements like 
Samsung's wall or LG's rollable TV. Do you expect anything flashier or attention-grabbing to that extent for this show? Um, in a word, no. I mean, so Samsung, for what it's worth, did already say the wall is coming out. You know, they, they're a new 22 version of that for insanely uh, rich people. As a reminder, the 110-inch TV costs 150 grand. Um, and, you know, they're, they're coming out with an 89-inch version, which might make it under six figures. Who knows? They don't really talk about pricing on that. <laughs> if you have to ask, yada, yada. Um LG, for their part, haven't made their announcements yet. They had that rollable TV that's been making a splash kind of every year. They'll trot that out again. That's another TV that I believe costs $100,000. So, you know, it's it's one of these things that just is nobody's going to buy it. It looks cool at CES. Maybe what I'd like to see is is larger OLED TVs, um, you know, the, the and, and getting the prices down on those, like, you know, that's where OLED and, and LCD, QLED, whatever, um, really there's a big disparity there. So, you know, you're paying a, a premium of a few thousand dollars at the very largest screen sizes, um, you know, to step up to OLED. So, you know, I hope that price goes down throughout the year. That'd be really cool to see. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of flashy stuff, again, it's kind of lost um, when you're going more virtual, but in the TV category, I mean, I, I saw a huge, uh, you know, concept where it was a, a big chair with a TV attached to it, and, and I called it the the, the media throne. Um, that was that was cool, um, but that's just a concept. So yeah, in terms of real products, um, you know, it's it, it, I don't I don't see anything that splashy this year. Got it. Well, David, thanks for your time and. Thanks for uh, sharing some of your TV wisdom with us. Uh, obviously, the show is not all about TV. We're going to have other guests on this week to talk about some of the other big announcements. Because even though this thing is is all virtual and folks are pulling out left and right, there will still be a lot of news. So you can check out all of our coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. It's time for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you like what you heard, please rate subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.